before God in holiness and thanking God for the teaching, the teaching that we get to sanctify ourselves before the Lord by obeying the truth. And I'm thanking God for our great pastor who teaches us how to present our bodies, a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God and to present to God a glorious church, a church without spot, or wrinkle or any such thing and I'm just thanking God for the teaching thanking him for the great leadership that we have in this church and I'm thanking God we have a great pastor and now I want to present unto you our great pastor and teacher Perry Boyd. Thank you elder another Sabbath day glad to be with you and we're going to talk about a scripture that so many have misunderstanding about knowing as we are known. We're gonna get into that. More knowledge about the word. Before that, let's go back to Moses. Thank God. In Jerusalem, at certain times, the Lord takes many things. And those who heard not all believe that he was the one in me. So they had lost, their minds were carnal. They asked him, he said, go back to Moses. Yes, for he wrote of me. the Spirit of God. Jesus, the name of the Son, His name is called the Word of God. Though the world might know about Him, but the sanctified truly know Him. Go back to Moses. 
the captive free. And he that with thee, do you have power over the enemy? And has faith that to cleave to the one God has sent all our lives. He said, go back to Moses. we're here because we have gone back to Moses we found him in whom the law and the prophets did right thank God talking about knowing as I am known our announcements Dean Debbie you can visit us for our broadcast messages on www.godscovenantchurch.org. Write and mail us at 425 Laconia Boulevard, Los Angeles, California, 90061. Or call us at any time at area code 323-754-8302. You can email us at info at godscovenantchurch.org. Also, you can subscribe to our podcast at www.godscovenantchurch.org. In addition, you can find us on Pandora's podcast. Search and subscribe to God's Covenant Church podcast on Pandora. If you have any questions or concerns about this way or questions about any scriptures, please text us at area code 323-388-5676 and we will strive to get you the answer on our program. Again, that number is area code 323-388-5676. Also, would like to invite you to our Pastor's Appreciation Service on June the 18th on a Saturday night at 7.30. Please join us as we celebrate his 21st Appreciation Service. We are looking forward to appreciating him. And now our pastor. Thank God. Thank God. Some of these dates we don't know. But we're a part of it. Yes. Yes. I don't know some of the dates myself, so I ain't gonna feel bad about that. Deuteronomy 4 and 6 says, keep therefore and do them. For this is your wisdom and your understanding in the sight of the nations, which shall hear all these statutes and say, surely, this great nation is a wise and understanding people. Because that's how you understand God and understand his way and understand what is required is by keeping and doing the 10 precepts. Let's go to 1 Corinthians 3 and 12. Let's start there. We'll come back down to that. This is what Elder Phillips says sometimes. Some of you all familiar with some of the players here. Some of the crew. He likes to Stay at it and say, I'll be back. Yep. But uh, 13, 1 Corinthians 13 and 12 says what? 13, 13, I guess. 
<clears throat> For now we see through a glass darkly. So other words, when we look through a glass, because you can't see through wood, but when you see through something that you should be able to see through, you're seeing through it darkly. Something is blocking. What? But then, face to face. But then, face to face. And this is how it is with God. Right now, I don't care what we see, it's darker than what it will be when we really see him without the flesh here. But then face to face, what? Now I know in part. Now we know a lot of things in part. Why? Because there's something clouding our vision. It's darkly. It's not clear, it's not crystal clear like what it's talking about in Revelation. It's crystal clear. There's nothing blocking your vision. What? But then shall I know, even as also I Other am Other words, you're going to know yourself okay. like you're known. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Isn't that beautiful? That's beautiful. I'm not talking about with God. We look through glasses darkly now, but then you're going to believe the report. You're going to say, you know, I can see I was some junk. Right. You're going to see as somebody see you. Because yes. this is what this is really mainly talking about. It's talking about God. Yes. But it's talking about we don't see things, we don't see ourselves like we will see when you believe. Right. Then you're going to see things clearly. Then you're going to know like you're known. In other words, I was known to be a big mouth. I see they're right. I know what they know now. I can see myself. That's what this is talking about. Because it begins with one thing. Start with eight. What does it say? Yes. And now abideth faith. Start with eight. Verse eight. Charity never faileth. Charity. It's talking about love. We're talking about love here because everybody says, God said love. It is about love. Charity never fail. What? But whether there be prophecies, they shall fail. Because sometimes prophecies don't come true. Especially when you're being prophesied by somebody that God didn't send. What? Whether there be tongues, they shall cease. Whether there be knowledge. All these things are going to cease. Not the tongue, but those that got the tongue. That's going to cease. What? Whether there be knowledge, it shall vanish Wait a minute. away. Everybody don't have the same knowledge. Bishop Barfield didn't have the knowledge pastor and teacher had. The knowledge we have is going to vanish if someone don't carry it on. It's going to vanish. And parts of what we know is going to vanish, even with those that carry it on, because you can't remember everything. Many things we are uh, touching on now, pastor and teacher may have touched on it in a different way. We forgot about it. Maybe they didn't. But knowledge comes and knowledge goes. What? For we, for we know in part, and we prophesy in part. Because all of these things are done in part. What? But when that which is perfect is come. But when that law comes, when God comes, whatever you were doing, otherwise when more knowledge comes, what you thought, put that aside now. It was sufficient for then. But when knowledge comes, when that which is perfect, 
comes and give you more, you put that away. What does it say? Then that which is in part shall be done away. What? When I was a child, I spake as a child. What the scripture is saying, because we come to God, we love God, and we strive to give God what he wants, to love him, and to what's required. But we come in with childish ways, because we don't know nothing. But when the knowledge comes, put away that childish way. Put away that answering back. Put away all that back and forth. Believe what somebody's telling you. Use some junk. I see what you're saying, yes. and go on about your business. Yes. But you're going to try to defend it, you're going to yet be looking through a dark glass. Mm -hmm. You're looking through your mind, through what's working in your mind, it's clouding the vision. And don't have to cloud, just believe what God is telling you. Isn't that beautiful? Yes. What? I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But what? But when I became a man, I put away childish In other words, things. grow up. <laughs> grow up in God. We're growing up into him. Yes. And understand what our mission is. Yes. And you won't be looking through darkly. You know what your mission is. Yes. Believe God. Yes. Read the 13 and 12 again. Yes. For now we see through a glass darkly. Darkly. Otherwise, because something is blocking us. Some, maybe not everybody, but Sometimes they say, what the fuck? I can't see that. Why oh, I missed that? Read. But then, face to face. Now I know in part. But then shall I know even as also I'm I am I'm going to know what everybody else knows. I'm the emperor with no clothes on. I'm going to know it just like everybody else knew it. Not one of I'm good. Covered. You ain't got no clothes on. I'm good. We don't want to be like that. Matthews. Mm -hmm. Seven and one. This is what the church world faces big time. And God's people are no different. You face the same thing, that devil, yes. trying to make you think other than what God is telling you mm -hmm. what it is. What do we come here for? But to believe God, yes. to learn how do I please God? Get rid of my, the wrong eye. The wrong feeling. That's how you please God. But how can I get rid of it if I don't know I got it? And how can I know it if I don't believe it? Because until you believe, you're just looking through a glass darkly. You know God in part. You know things in part. You don't see it like you need to see it. Isn't that beautiful? And that's why we struggle week and month and year after year because we're not believing and we're not listening and we don't see right. 7 and 13, what does it say? Matthews. 7 and 13? Matthew, excuse me, 7 and 1, brother. Yes. Judge not that ye be not judged. That's the problem. We come in and we're looking at everybody but inside. Judge not that you be not judged. Don't come in here trying to judge nothing. Work on yourself. And come and find out what else I need to do. And keep the pursuit. Judge not. Mm -hmm. That ye be not judged. What? For with what judgment ye judge, ye shall be judged. So the same measure, the way you judge somebody, you're going to be measured the same way. Look at them. I think they're trying to. And you're looking through a glass darkly. You're speaking as a child would. And that same thing will come right back to you because you, you reap what you sow. Yes. 
you judge unjustly, you will be judged unjustly. What am I talking about? Why would you do that to me? That's what you said. That's how you summed up what you said. That's the judgment. Uh, you don't like the judgment. Well, it's just like what you did. It's the same thing. The point is to believe. When you believe, you get rid of the darkness out of the glass you can see. But if you don't believe, you just go in one year, ah, okay, I'll work on it. And you really don't believe it, ain't nothing gonna change. You're still looking through things dark. Oh, I'm a believer. No, you're not, unless you do something about it. Get rid of that darkness. Second verse again, read it. For what? For with what judgment ye judge, ye shall be judged. And with what measure ye meet, it shall be measured to you Isn't again. that a beautiful principle just to think about it? Now the way I treat you, that's the way I'm going to be treated. If you come in like you're glad to be here, you'll be treated like they're glad to see you. Right. <laughs> you come in, that's the way you're going to be treated. A person that's friendly should show himself friendly, right? You don't show yourself friendly, how can somebody be friends with you? Because they're, they're seeing how you are. People treat people they should, most people do, treat people the way they want to be treated. Unless they have no understanding about how to treat people. Let's go to 1 Peter 4 and 17. This is why so many churchgoers don't want to be under any law, anything they can read because it's like condemnation. Because the, the law is going to tell you what you did, not the pastor, not your brother and sister. The law tell you. The law tell you what you can't do. Thou shalt not cover. That's what the law says. That's what God is saying. And when you begin to quote what God is saying, most people obviously say, you know, I'm gone. Because Jesus said, just love. Well, that's what I'm bringing. <laughs> love spelled out. But when I spell it out and put God's name before it, oh, we got a problem. When you say, thou shalt not, you got a problem now. First Peter 4 and 17, what does it say? For the time has come that judgment must begin at the house of God. Well, this is where it begins. What do people go to church for but for judgment? So that in that day, you won't be in judgment. You just wake up in, 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 in the kingdom. Yes. Judgment starts here. And if you don't hear the judgment here, you only get the sentence of judgment. God, you know, they, they have this, these little uh, funny comedy skits. We can all be standing in line. How'd you do? You, know, you didn't make it, huh? All kind of stuff. Ain't <laughs> like that. The rich man lifted up his eyes and hell. There was no judgment. It was carried out, but it was no like, what did you do? <laughs> he didn't ask him, what did you do? He said, remember what you did? You remember what you did. And there you are. There you have it, right? Lazarus didn't say, Lord, am I going to make it? He just woke up in, in the bosom of Abraham. I believe that's heaven. If you with Abraham and in Abraham's bosom, you in heaven. Everybody know Abraham is in heaven. Right? Read. And if it first begin at us, what shall the end be of them that obey So not? if those that say, well, you can't judge me, and it's true, we shouldn't judge one another unless you're appointed to do that. You can't judge me. Well, then how you going to get to your destination? And if you're not judged here, your judgment always goes already went forth. You're going to lift up your eyes in hell. 
if you don't want to be judged by the law, you're going to yet be sentenced by the law because the law is God. Right. God's yet going to sentence mm -hmm. and it's going to be according to your work. Isn't that beautiful? Yes. So, well, you can't work your way to heaven, but I believe Revelation says according to every man's work, yes. they will be rewarded. Yes. Now, how foolish that to teach somebody you can't work your way to heaven, <laughs> but he's going to judge you by your works. See how stupid yes. churchgoers can be yes. when you're not under the teaching. And I'm not really cueing, ridiculing, uh, ridiculing anybody because they're not under teaching, but they have an opportunity if they hear this message to get up under the right teaching. Right. That's right. That beautiful. Yes. Read. And if it first begin at us, what shall the end be of them so that obey not the So if it begins here at the house, and let it begin at the house, what about those who don't believe in their house they need to have judgment or don't believe they need to go to church, period? That's what it's talking about. What's going to be the end of the what? Of yes. the ungodly. Mm -hmm. yes. And the. Of the ungodly. Uh, excuse me. 18. 18. And if the righteous scarcely be saved, where shall the ungodly and the sinner appear? Because the ungodly is those that are churchgoers. And the sinner just, like, just don't know God, period. Don't go to church. They ain't professing nothing. But where are they going to appear? If the righteous scarcely. Yes. Because the righteous is scarce to find. He can't find me the righteous. God showed us that with Abraham. But what? What about there be 50? To cut to the chase, he didn't say, Abraham, listen, you ain't gonna get 10, okay? He didn't skip the chase, but he let him count it on down. What about 40? Yeah, okay. Scarce. Righteous scarcely. Because they are scarce. We are scarce. And yet, we're a multitude. Read. Wherefore, let them that suffer according to the will of God commit the keeping of their souls to him in well-doing. In other words, when you come and you look through this glass, and that's what God's word is like, a glass, and you begin to see yourself, you change. To see yourself may bring forth some suffering, but let's commit the suffering and the strive to God. Isn't that beautiful? Yes. Let's go to first, second Kings five and nine. Yes. 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 Second Kings five and nine, I'm gonna say it again. I like to mention the law. I know so many of you just get offended at that and getting offended at God. Why would you get offended to the one who made the law, who is the law? The great principles of God. Lord said, what nation is there so great, supposed to be so much, supposed to have so much Jesus, that got any, the law all, what did it say? So it has a, no, it has statutes and judgment, so righteous is all this law. Well, Jesus is my right, and I believe Jesus said, my father gave me a commandment, what I should say and what I should say. Speak, and I know that his commandment is life everlasting. So he didn't get rid of it. That's what he taught. That beautiful. Second Kings five and nine. What did he say? So Naaman came with his horses and with his chariot and stood at the door of the house of Elisha. Stood there because he was looking for judgment, and the way he thought judgment was coming was through a glass darkly. Thought he was going to lay hands on me. I thought he was going to do this and do that. That's the way he thought the blessing was going to come or the remedy for his problem. Read. And Elisha sent a messenger unto him saying, go and wash in Jordan seven times mm -hmm. and thy flesh shall come again to thee and thou shalt be clean. Wait a minute. He wasn't lying? That's the prophecy. Yes. 
Yes. All he had to do was believe and just follow the instruction. Yes. Just like sometimes you ask the question. Just answer the question. Don't go off. Yes, yes. yes. How you feeling? Well, I've been drinking milk for three days. How you feeling? Right. <laughs> just answer the question. Yes. That's why we mess up every time. Right. Thinking, no, if I don't answer this way, I won't get no understanding. Don't, as what Judas said, don't try to follow where I'm going. Just answer the question. Right. Took the message. Tell him to go dip. What did he say? He said, and Elisha sent a messenger unto him, saying, go and wash in Jordan seven times, and thy flesh shall come again to thee, and thou shalt be clean. Who didn't want that? <clears throat> That's very easy. What do you care if it's in a bucket of syrup? That's right. That's right. <laughs> With bees hovering around him. Who cares? That's what, if you want to be clean, that's what you got to do. What did he say? But Naaman was wroth and went away and said, Behold, I thought he will surely come out to me and stand and call on the name. Well, that's the way you see this remedy through this glass. That's your remedy. That ain't what God has asked me to do. You're looking through your healing darkly because you're trying to make your healing the way you want it to be. What? And call on the name of his Lord, of the Lord his God, and strike his hand over the place, and recover the leper. What is that? Are not Abana and Farfar rivers of Damascus better than all? And you're going to give me the Israel? reasoning. That's the way you see it. I'm looking through this now. This is better. It looks nice and clear this way. <laughs> you're looking darkly because you don't believe. Right. What? May I not wash in them and be clean? What? So he turned and went away in a rage. And he had a nerve to have a rage. Mm -hmm. This is what happens many times because you're asked a thing and you're trying to find all other ways to answer besides what was asked. Yes. Or to get around something. Yes. Or to try to cut off something you think the way it's going. Mm -hmm. Just answer the question. Yes. 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 Just follow the spirit. Yes. What? And his servants came near and spake unto him and said, My father, if the prophet had bid thee to do, had bid thee do some great thing, wouldst thou not have done oh, it? I know you would have done it. What's the problem? He was acting like a child. He really wasn't a man in maturity in his mind. He was a great warrior. But a child always tried to go around instructions. If they had told him to fall on the sword, no doubt he would have done it because he was a valiant soldier. He would have probably done that. Go ahead. How much rather then when he said to thee, wash and be clean? What? Then went he down and dipped himself seven times in Jordan, according to the saying of the man of God. And his, and his flesh came again like unto the flesh of a little child. And he was clean. Isn't that beautiful? That's the way the new man is, like the flesh of a little child. Mm -hmm. Heart supple, mm -hmm. just right to be molded by God. Right. All we have to do is follow the instructions. Yes. Other words, when we're looking through the glass, follow the lead. Yes. Well, I see. Yes. I see so and so. Well, that's not what you're looking at. You're looking at so and so. I know what you say. I believe that. Mm -hmm. Now you know as you're known. Yes. You talk too much. Thank you, Pastor. Now I know as I am known. Because sometimes we don't know how we know. We walk around, we just breeze and everybody running from you. You don't know what you smell like. Something not nice. Something got to do with the restroom. 
You know what I mean? Yes. You the only one don't know it. Yes. Now you know as you're known. Yes. How that sound? Okay, bro. <laughs> Let's go to Romans 12 and 1. Thank God. That's what our mission is. To know as we are known. That beautiful? Everybody's known for something. Say, now some people know they have a spirit. They probably make a nice uh, cowboy riding Bronco Bulls. Because sometimes some of that things just ride them like a Bronco Bull. Run them into submission. Yes. You don't have to be like that. It could be different if we just believe. If we're willing to suffer for God's sake. Isn't that beautiful? Romans 12 and 1, what does it say? I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice. What? Holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Reasonable. What? And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the re renewing of your mind. So remember, how can you renew your mind if you don't know where to take it? Somebody said, now let's put your mind here. Let's think about the situation like this. I believe the scripture says, every imagination of the thought bringing in subjection. Because God is trying to show you how to come out of this. Look at it this way and think this way about things. You can do it. Anybody can do it. Say, I'm not going to think that way anymore. I'm not going to think evil about nobody. I'm not going to do that. That's all you tell you. That's my boundary. I'm not doing it. I'm not going to judge nobody's situation. And if you extreme about it, God don't mind that because that's for safety. You can be zealous in that side. Nope. Say, uh, didn't Brother Larry have on one of them coats that I seen at, uh, nope. I, I don't want to judge it. No, I, I, bro, I'm just asking you, what, what color jacket? I don't want to know. I don't want to know what color. What color is Cody wearing? Oh, no, I, I'm not going to say it. Well, if you want to, well, if, that's, if that keeps you saved, then I'm with that. <laughs> Thank God. Maybe somebody said, I hope they put the camera on Brother Larry. I want to see that jacket he got. Maybe we might swing it up before we leave. We'll swing it. Okay. <laughs> that, you may, what? that you may prove what is that good and acceptable. That's how we prove. Be conformed to <laughs> knowledge yes. and, and not the world. Yes, Pastor. Say, now look, that jacket you got, that's something that Flip Wilson or somebody might wear. Yes. What's wrong with it? You don't want to wear that jacket. Right. Why do you just don't believe it? Say, so you know, well, I'm taking this thing off. Take it off and forget about it. Yes. And I'm just, that's an example. Right. Yes. Brother Larry, keep your jacket. I, I, it's, it's all right. I like the jacket. I ain't going to wear it. But I'm just saying. <laughs> Come on, son. I'm, I'm just trying to make a point. <laughs> ain't nothing wrong with this jacket, okay? It is a little bold, but there's nothing wrong with it. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm trying to make a point here. How we look at things, and all you have to do is accept the judgment. And somebody was, oh, you're going to tell somebody how to dress? If it was that case, what is a jacket compared to salvation? What is that? If, listen, remember that I was at Superintendent Teacher Brown said, I bought some shoes that looked like something the Temptations wore, because that's why I came up back in Detroit. 
Everybody likes temptations, right? Okay, come on. So, teacher probably said, you're not wearing those, <laughs> those, those shoes up in the pulpit. I said, all right, teacher, those shoes were gone. Yes, that's right. What would I get upset about a pair of shoes? They, they were pretty nice. They were, they were uh, lizard, lizard shoes, right? Lizard. We had one woman come in here, and she wants to, you know, say, now, uh, can I wear gold earrings? There's gold in heaven. And I said, okay. You know, it wasn't about that, really. But in her mind, I can wear jewelry, I can do whatever, you know, certain things. You want to come finding what doth the Lord thy God require of me? That's what I want to know. What must I do to be saved? What would I do to please God? That's what we want to know. And accept the answers. They told Moses, all that the Lord has said, will we do? It's easy to say it, but when it comes down to the judgment, People get to back it up and you don't want to do that. We're here for a reason. If you don't believe in the judgment, well, be here. What's the point of being here? I mean that, saints. Leadership have never told me nothing I couldn't do. And I wouldn't tell you anything. You can visit us for our broadcast messages on www.godscovenantchurch.org. Write and email us at 425 Laconia Boulevard, Los Angeles, California, 90061. Or call us at any time at area code 323-754-8302. You can email us at info at godscovenantchurch.org. Also, you can subscribe to our podcast at www.godscovenantchurch.org. In addition, you can find us on Pandora's podcast. Search and subscribe to God's Covenant Church podcast on Pandora. If you have any questions or concerns about this way or questions about any scriptures, please text us at area code 323-388-5676 and we will strive to get you the answer on our program. Again, that number is area code 323-388-5676. Also, would like to invite you to our Pastor's Appreciation Service on June the 18th on a Saturday night at 7.30. Please join us as we celebrate his 21st Appreciation Service. We are looking forward to appreciating him.